0: Well, after the success of NRL's Magic Round, uh, AFL's Gather Round, the A-League decided to follow suit and have their Unite Round. The inaugural Unite Round was held over the weekend with every one of the A-League clubs all descending on Sydney. Just to tell us how it all went and to give us his view on it, Paramount Plus commentator Robbie Thompson's been good enough to join us on Afternoons on SEN. G'day, Robbie.
1: G'day, Sammy. How's it
0: going? Yeah, very well, thanks. Um, look, it, it's a great idea no matter what sport it's in. It's been a raging success in the NRL with Magic Round. It was um, a runaway success in Adelaide for uh, gather round for the AFL. How did you night round go for the A-League over the weekend?
1: I think for for a first time out, um, and given that it was coming off the back of uh, the grand final decision from from the year before and a sort of, Backpedal on that one of giving the grand final to Sydney every time. Um, it showed a whole lot of promise. I think crowds weren't what people were hoping they would be, but I think on in terms of on the football pitch and the people's experience for those that that came and were at the grounds to have double headers, um, two matches for the price of one at, at these stadiums. Um, I think it was great fun, and you know it started with a three-three draw on the opening day between Macarthur and Western United, and finished with a three-four thriller between Perth and Wellington Phoenix in the men's comp. Um, so there were no complaints about the entertainment on the pitch, that's for sure.
0: And what one thing that they did that I don't think that, that doesn't happen in, in the other two codes I mentioned is that they actually had the men's and the women's A-League all playing. So it really was a, a unite round. And we saw history being made with Michelle Heyman.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, that's women's football was the first national league for professional women's sport in Australia. It's always been the leader in that respect. And we saw with the Matildas as well that they are an, a, an elite side in world football on the international stage as well. So that, that foundation is there with the women's game. I'm very happy that they were part of the inaugural Unite round. Um, that's for sure. And yeah, these moments of history, I mean, Michelle Heyman, her two goals were, were sensational. She's 35 years of age now, but she's, she's played the bulk of her career in the A-League women's competition. Um, Canberra are an entertaining side. Results haven't been going their way, but she's she's been regularly scoring goals and to become the first woman to ever score a hundred goals, do it in the style that she did it. And also, let's not forget, she's a former Matilda, maybe former in Adverter's commas at the moment, because with Sam Kerr sidelined mm. with her ACL injury, you know, there was a lot of talk before the World Cup. Maybe Michelle Heyman should be in the discussion, maybe she should be again now because She's never retired herself. She's never pulled her hat from the ring. She wants to be part of the Matildas going forward. And she's showing. She still knows where the back of the net is.
0: Robbie, speaking of international football, um, reports were that the Socceroos were maybe a little sluggish in their 2-0 win over India, their first Asian Cup clash over the weekend. What did you make of the Socceroos' performance?
1: It was a, a classic First outing uh, in a tournament, if I can couch it in, in those terms. Yeah, probably for a lot of fans, it was underwhelming. India are anything but a powerhouse in, in world football. And given that we're coming off the success of the Matildas and the, the Socceroos at the last World Cup as well, where we saw us defeating Denmark and Tunisia and mixing it with, with Argentina, um, Sure, the performance was underwhelming, um, but India were only there to defend. I mean, we had 28 shots at goal against four, 14 corners against none, uh, more than 70% possession. It's not easy when you're playing against a side that has everyone defending in their own penalty box, like all 10 outfield players plus a goalkeeper just defending you have to be patient um it took a little you know maybe a little piece of good fortune for jackson irvine the captain to to score the first and then a moment of brilliance from riley mcgree to set up geordie boss for Mm. his first international goal i mean it it's a classic first game if you like you're not going to win the tournament in your first game you want to iron out any little niggles get over the nerves get over that first game and now move forward in a group where the two toughest oppositions are going to be Syria and Uzbekistan coming up in that one. So, look, good to get the three points in the pocket. Yes, absolutely room for improvement. But, you know, we're not pulling on the alarm and and anything just yet.
0: Yeah, Australia, 71% of possession. India just one shot on target from just four shots. So it was really a lopsided affair. It probably just wasn't reflected on the scoreboard. Uh, in the end. Uh, you mentioned Australia, they, they've got Syria Thursday, 10.30pm expectations?
1: Um, Syria are traditionally a side that have caused us problems. Um, and that will be another tough game. They drew nil all with Uzbekistan in their opening match, which was probably the perfect result for us insofar as you know, we win one of the next two. We're almost assured of going through in the, in the top two. We've only finished top of our group once before, so let's hope Um, that we can do that. Certainly, I think we will keep improving. I think we'll have too much firepower for Syria. If anything, I think the dark horse may be Uzbekistan the following Tuesday, Um, but we've got plenty of time to discuss that. Next up, I'm confident we'll get the result over Syria with that 90 minutes in the legs that we have now.
0: Another big moment for Ange Postacoglu, uh, the changing of ownership party that Man United were hoping to hold. They were party pooped. By Ange's Tottenham, a two-all draw, and Tottenham now just outside that top four. It was a another big moment in what's one of the biggest moments in Australian football history.
1: Yeah, look, Ange just sweeping all before him, isn't he? I mean, that's a that's a that's a, a fine result away at Old Trafford. Yes, Manchester United are not, are not the Manchester United side of Sir Alex Ferguson of, of ten, fifteen, twenty years past, but but they're still Manchester United. They're still mm. a giant team. And to go away and get the result and play with Ange's style of football, I think that's, the, that's what's most impressive about this. He's earned his opportunity with his success in Australia, with the Socceroos, in Japan, with Celtic in Scotland as well. And he's proved at every hurdle that he's not intimidated by these bigger clubs or by these bigger, bigger scenes, by Old Trafford. He's there to stick to his guns, to stick to his principles, and his players, his players are responding. I mean, he's got Richarlison scoring goals again. The Brazilian, who's who's really struggled recently to find the back of the net, he's on the score sheet. The fans love him. They've brought in some new players already in this transfer window. So look, party poopers, but the Tottenham, I reckon, you know, they they could be back playing Champions League football again next season. And in large part, it will be thanks to our end.
0: Robbie, uh, great to catch up with you from Paramount Plus. Uh, look forward to hearing more of you on Paramount Plus. We'll chat to you again soon.
1: Fantastic. Speak to you soon.